Last week, we talked about simple ways to channel your inner child, think more creatively, and see the world differently. So today, I thought it would be fun to share an inside look at how children play and learn and experience music. At the beginning of this year, I had a buddy lesson with second grader Samantha and first grader Colby. Names have been changed to protect the privacy of these individuals. Both students started with me about nine months ago. They are halfway through the Faber Piano Adventures Primer book, and we're also working through the second book in the Wonder Keys Primer series by Andrea Dow for skill and concept reinforcement and some supplemental repertoire and games. Samantha and Colby have back-to-back lessons in my schedule this year, so once a month, I overlap their 30-minute lessons, so they each have 15 minutes of solo lesson time and 30 minutes in the middle for shared buddy lesson time. Most often, we use this time to play games and activities that are more fun with another person, like the games in the Wonder Keys book. We review lesson concepts like steps versus skips, or finding landmark notes on the staff, or notes that go up and notes that go down. Sometimes we do written activities, doing a maze and reviewing how to write notes of the C five-finger scale on the staff. Sometimes we do listening and movement activities. I try to choose one key skill or concept to focus on in each buddy lesson, and then choose games and activities that support that. Today, I'm giving you a behind-the-scenes peek into one of our buddy lessons this spring. These are notes straight from my teaching journal. I'm Ashley Danu, and you're listening to Field Notes on Music Teaching and Learning. Writing field notes is a way of documenting and processing what we see in the world. This podcast is a collection of creative ideas, practical strategies, and thoughtful observations from the field of music teaching and learning. Here you'll find creative and pedagogically sound teaching tips, fresh new approaches you can use in your ministry and teaching, and insight into a few tried and true systems and creative processes designed to help you do your best work. Let's get started. Today was Samantha and Colby's buddy lesson. The theme of the day was rhythm, and more specifically, rhythm patterns in duplimeter. At the beginning of our time together, we played Rollin' Rhythms by Teach Piano Today, perhaps better known as Rhythm Tic-Tac-Toe. I mentioned this game in episode 8, 10 Creative Ways to Use Rhythm Pattern Cards in Your Teaching. I love it because I can use it with all ages. Even my middle school students like to play it. I use different sets of rhythm pattern cards so they're reviewing patterns that are at an appropriate level for them. For instance, my 5th and 6th grade students are learning 16th note patterns and how to count them using numbers. So we've been reviewing those patterns with Rhythm Tic-Tac-Toe the past few weeks. I plan on using this game with my 7th and 8th grade students as well, maybe numbering the cards 1 through 9 and having them chant a corresponding 4-measure rhythmic example that's listed on a different sheet. I'll let you know how that goes once I try it. Anyway... They have their own game board and X and O cards on their website that you can print out and use, but I wanted to use rhythm patterns that we've been learning the past few months. Plus, I wanted to be able to swap them out for different patterns if we played it more than once. So I had Colby and Samantha choose nine rhythm pattern cards from a set that we've been using, patterns that use quarter notes, 
half notes, eighth notes, and quarter rests. For markers, we use those little mini erasers. You know the ones you can get at Target or on Amazon? I chose a set of black cat erasers for Samantha to use as markers, her favorite, and little stegosaurus erasers for Colby, naturally. I arranged the cards in a 3x3 grid, and we numbered them in our minds, 1 through 9, left to right, top to bottom. Using a pair of dice, they took turns rolling a number and then clapping the rhythm on the card of the number that they rolled. If they performed it correctly, they got to place a marker on that card. Partway through the game, we had a discussion about how to count rests silently with your hands out in the air and clapping versus patting the rhythm. Miss Ashley, can we clap or pat our legs? You can do it either way, I replied, demonstrating. They chose to pat the rhythm after that. Eventually, we will work up to patting the steady beat and chanting the rhythm, but right now they still struggle to do both things at the same time. After two quick rounds of rhythm tic-tac-toe, we switched to a new game. I modified the Fearless Fortissimo Major Battle Game, again from Teach Piano Today, to be about rhythm comparisons. I used this game last year as part of my Superhero Incentive Program, I'll include a link to my planning notes in the show notes in case you're curious. I found that I can use this game for pretty much any type of comparison. Duple versus triple meter, steps versus skips, major versus minor, high versus low, etc. The game board has numbers 1 through 45 in alternating circles and squares. So number 1's in a circle, 2's in a square, etc. Basically, the concept is to listen to a chord, interval, rhythm, etc., whatever it is that you're comparing, and then identify whether it was one or the other, major or minor, step versus skip, you get the idea. Then they take turns rolling a die, and they get to cover up that many spaces on the board, circles for one, squares for the other. Today, since we're focusing on rhythm, I decided to make a version of this game focused on same versus not the same with some rhythm patterns that we've been learning. I hid four rhythm pattern cards around the room before Samantha and Colby arrived. They love scavenger hunts. After they found the cards, their job was to listen to the rhythm pattern I clapped and decide if it was one of the four they had in front of them or if it was something different. If it matched one of their cards, Samantha would roll the die and cover up that many squares on the game board. If it was a different pattern, Colby would roll the die and cover up that many circles on the game board. This way, the turns don't just go back and forth. They have to really listen and determine what they hear. So I might do two patterns that match patterns they have in front of them in a row, and then two that don't match patterns they have in front of them. The goal is to try to cover up the numbers that I had secretly chosen at the beginning of the game. So after three turns each, they had guessed three out of six of my secret numbers. They were pretty excited about this. They loved the game so much that they asked to play it again. So glancing at the clock, I chose new secret numbers and we played a very condensed one minute version. With one turn each, they were still able to guess one of my secret numbers. All in all, it was a pretty successful buddy lesson. Disclaimer, 
not all buddy lessons go this well. Sometimes the sequence is a little off or they don't remember what I think they'll remember and we have to do some review first. Or they're just not feeling the games and activities I have planned and I really struggle to keep them engaged and on task. But sometimes we have a really great day and I'm making a point to document these moments as they happen this year. Do you do buddy lessons with your students? If so, I would love to hear how you structure them and what kinds of activities you include. Let me know in the comments. Thanks so much for listening today. For written notes, related links, and more information on today's topic, visit ashleydanu.com fieldnotes. You can find me on Instagram at ashleydanu and at ashleydanublog on Facebook. If you enjoyed this episode, it would mean so much if you'd leave a review in Apple Podcasts. This will help others discover this content in the future. Plus, I'd love to hear what you like about the series and if there's anything specific you'd like to hear more of in the future. Again, thanks so much for tuning in today. See you next time.